Hello, everybody. I'm Tommy D, sports director here at the Tennessean, and we are breaking down the doors, and we're, we're breaking down the, the lack of lines and breaking down all the SEC games this week, of which there are many and of which there are few that we disagree on. And you want to introduce yourself? I'm Adam Sparks, Vanderbilt beat reporter. Gentry Estes, sports columnist for Tennessean. Okay. And uh, we will do as we have done all season. We will pick every SEC game against the point spread. Spreads from betmgm.com. So if the ones that have a point spread are different than the point spread you're hearing, that means that's what the line was on that particular site at Tuesday afternoon when we uh, looked at this. I went 6-1 and one last week, and I'm 56-42-2, and, and I'm thinking lunch pretty soon on, on you two guys. Adam went 5-2, and 51-47-2, and, and Gentry, who joined us a couple of weeks into the season, went 4-3, and three. Wah, wah, wah. 33 and 28 on the year. Um, That's still a winning record. Yeah, but it's not as good as ours. <laughs> That's what matters. Pretty soon I'll be doing the desperation picks. To yeah, make exactly. Difference. Well, we, yeah. we're, no, there's plenty of room to catch up because we're picking every bowl game. Oh, okay. There so, you go. I mean, there's like 142 different bowl That's games. That's right. We might even pick like Division three playoffs if I fall behind. Uh, so. <laughs> Adam, you're seven and four on your pick of the week selections. I'm seven and four, and Gentry is uh, three and five. Those are the games we pick that that may or be one of the SEC games. We can't pick the ones with no line. Gentry, who tried to cheat and do that earlier, but we pick any game on the board. Doesn't have to be an SEC game. Almost always is not, but that's like the one game you'd bet on. So that that's a better gauge probably because nobody would pick every SEC game and bet on it. So here we go. Um, we got a lot of games with no lines this week. This is this is the worst week of the year. It's, Every it's year. the best week for us because if we miss these, we're terrible. Yeah, we're going to get some wins this yeah. week. Yeah. So um, then they count on our record as if we had picked against the line. But there's a lot of games with no lines because when Division One teams or whatever you want to call it, football bowl subdivision teams play football championship subdivision teams, they don't put a line on it most of the time. And so there's not a lot to pick between. So we'll start out with Western Carolina. At Alabama without Tua, um, <laughs> no line. I'm, Way to I'm, add intrigue to that pick. Yeah. yeah, I'm picking Alabama, and so are you two guys. Why is that? Yeah, about sixty. Yeah, it's about sixty. Yeah, yeah, easily probably. Tommy, would you know Nick Saban's first game at Alabama was against? Was it against Western Carolina? Yeah, very first game. I remember when Brody Croyle broke his leg against Western Carolina, and that That's was right. the that was the last Alabama starting quarterback. I think that's 2003. To miss a start due to injury, that was a four, but yeah, that due that's to injury amazing. until Tua did this year. That's got to be one of the most remarkable. It really is. In football. And um, I remember it was a similar situation because well, they had Cro- guys get knocked out of games, but they came back and started the next. Because Croyle tore his ACL in a blowout game, and you're, yeah, like, I mean, you're like, why is he still in there? He was, yeah, and he wasn't even even hit on the play. It mm-hmm. was just foot planted wrong type thing so we move along to a blockbuster in-state rival Samford at Auburn and we all picked Auburn I'm just shaking my head at all these games yeah I'm bored by Auburn at this point anyway the yeah. only intrigue in that program at the end of the year is will they beat Alabama and will Gus Malzahn return and that becomes more interesting without the two a factor yes as far as the will they beat Alabama at least and, and look if they beat Alabama he'll be back sure oh yeah if they don't he may still be back uh, we got a game with line. Texas A&M at Georgia. Georgia's given 13.5 points. 
I was surprised it was that low, even though I think Texas A&M is a pretty decent team. So, so I went Georgia. I went Georgia. They, I wouldn't say be left for dead, but a lot of the spotlight has gone off of them. I think they're one of the few teams that's actually gotten better since that's happened. And I, 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 I creeped like their into defense. that top four discussion. Yeah, the, got a the, lot to play for now. Yes, there's a path for them to the playoff, and I think that's motivating them right now more than a lot of other teams. And, and the big thing there, and if you saw the Auburn games, their defense is nasty. So it's not so much that I think that they're going to score 42 to cover this 13 and a half point line. I think they'll score more than 14, but they might not have to score more than 28 to cover that line. This is the first year in a long, long time where I don't think Alabama or LSU have the best defense in the SEC. Right. And, and I, I agree with you there. We move along to another one of these turkey shoot games as Thanksgiving approaches. Uh, UT Martin, the Warhawks, am I right? No, the the Skyhawks. Skyhawks. Used, some to be, kind of hawk. used to be the Pacers. Okay. Yeah. The so Indiana the, it would make more sense if – They used if, to be the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> the Pacers as in a horse, which would make more sense going up to the Bluegrass State, but – that's I didn't not, even know that was. I never thought of that as a horse. Pace car, right? Uh, Pacers. Pacers is a horse. That's what that's what UT Martin really? was. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost. And they gave right. up horses. That, that's for, right. for Lent one for, year for and, Skyhawks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And went birds. So they're playing at Kentucky. There's no line on that game, and Kentucky has no quarterback, but a pretty good wideout playing quarterback. So I went with the Wildcats because I know what a Wildcat is. And I'm not sure what a Skyhawk is. It's a it's a horse apparently. Well, uh, <laughs> I know what a hawk is. I know what a cat is. I'm yeah. not even sure if I know what a wild cat. I don't know what a wild hawk. I think all hawks are in the sky. Aren't they? Uh, yeah. Unless they're a groundhog. Are, are there groundhogs? Groundhog, groundhog. Gentry, do you have anything to contribute to this? <laughs> I'm just trying to amuse myself, which is the way I t- tend to go through life. How about the fact that there's no line with ETSU and Vandy? We have to pick Vandy, but... <laughs> well, we don't have to pick Vandy. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. There, there really should be a line on that game. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, w- I don't think it would be more than 20. I mean, and I look, I looked up... Can Vandy score 20? Uh, that's my point. I think last year, we last week, we decided the over-under was going to be nine and a half. Uh, because the line was not and a half, so if Kentucky scored ten, they would win it. And Vandy actually scored a couple touchdowns. Well, I mean, there's two outcomes in this game. It could go either way. It could be Vandy puts up forty, and you and Jared Pinkney catches some balls, and Keyshawn Vaughn goes for one fifty, and the quarterback looks good, and you say, "Wow, why didn't this happen in the other games?" And you'll say, "Well, that's because they're playing a three and eight FCS team." The other narrative is Vandy wins by six. Or loses. Or loses. Yeah, no, there's another narrative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the UNLV game. There's another narrative. Well, that is the one danger of uh, announcing Derek Mason returns is that what if. Then do you announce, not so fast, my friend. Yeah, we're, we're kidding. We were. That, yeah. I mean, he was returning for this week's game. Yeah, I mean, the, the bigger <laughs> number I'll look at in this game is actually attendance. Because it's supposed to be it's it's senior day, but it's supposed to be raining. ETSU is not going to bring a ton of people. Is, is the is the point is is there a bet to be made by total attendance a versus total, attendance. total points scored? But yeah, maybe we should maybe we should do an over under on the on the attendance line. Which, which well, yeah, which is more points scored or number of people in the stands at the end of the game. Ooh, ooh! At the end of the game, now that's or at the beginning of the game, as, or in the as, student section at the beginning. As Gentry has learned through, I think some photos of the you know the national anthem photos that we all put out on Twitter. You do not take a picture in Nashville generally, but at Vandy specifically of the beginning of the game crowd because 
they arrive about mid-second quarter. The, the, the Titans are terrible about that, too. Yeah. They, leave about, yeah. they arrive middle of the second quarter and leave two-thirds of the way through the second quarter. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Just put in an appearance. That's right. Get your ticket scanned. Vandy wins this one, though. We I'm, all pick I Vanderbilt. no idea what the score will be, but they'll win. They better. Uh, we picked them all. Yeah, I mean, if they if there is the they win by 40 game, we hadn't seen it. I yeah. mean, they they hadn't shown the ability to do that, so I don't I don't see that. I think that's going to happen. If there was a spread, that's an it. It's a different discussion, but yeah, I guess the over under would be interesting. Anyway, there is no line. There is no over under. There's practically no game, and there'll be no crowd. You know, uh, if there's no lines on all these games, and why is there a line on LSU Arkansas? Because it's a conference game, and they're both, <laughs> no, I they're get both it, Power Five. There is, and there is FCS a, teams I think would go beat Arkansas right now. <laughs> there is a forty-three and a half point line on this game, if you can believe it. And uh, LSU, amazingly, is the favored team at home uh, in Baton Rouge. And I just thought that's as Arkansas's got to score a couple of touchdowns somehow. Garbage time, whatever. So I think they're going to cover. They're not going to come close to winning, and they won't. It'll, it'll be worse than if, as if it was forty-three to nothing. But on the on the scoreboard, I think Arkansas covers. Yeah, I mean, I think the line is fairly accurate. I think it's about a thirty-eight, forty-point win. But yeah, the number's really big. So I think Arkansas scores seventeen. LSU is probably in the forties, maybe maybe in the fifties. But uh, Arkansas covers this barely. I went with LSU just for the mere fact that we had to have one game this week that we didn't all agree on. Uh, I agree. That spread's about right. That's a coin flip to me, so I went with LSU. Well, Joe Burrow is the leader in the Heisman right now. Does he need another 400-yard, five-touchdown game? I don't think he does. Not against Arkansas. At this point, I think he gets it without even trying, really. I mean, this Arkansas defense is terrible, and LSU's offense. I can throw for 100 on Arkansas with LSU's team. Yeah. And I can barely get it past the line. Of I scrimmage. don't know if LSU could stop running up the score if they wanted to in this game. We'll see. You might be taking a knee in the third quarter stuff. Uh, we'll see. I mean, this could get out of hand. I, could, you know, I don't know if uh, if Ed O would actually pump the brakes either. It's because why would he? Uh, what's Arkansas going to do about That's it? That's a know? bit of a rival too. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's, it makes those people down in gumbo gumbo country happy. So, uh, a really big game in Starkville, Mississippi. Abilene Christian, which I didn't realize was – I thought that was like a made-up school. No, they played Kentucky in the NCAA Is Abilene tournament. an actual city? No, they played Kentucky in the NCAA basketball tournament. So, I, I, know, I, all about, I, I know all about Abilene Christian. I'm guessing that was a first-round game. It, it was, yes. <laughs> is Abilene a city? Yeah. Okay. This is in Texas, right? Yeah, you're yeah. listening to country music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, do we know what their nickname is? What their mascot name is? Nope. Uh, I, I got nothing. They're not horned frogs. I think that's, they might be the wild. I, I think they might be the wildcats. Really? Yeah. That's not a very imaginative. Bulldogs, wildcats. I'm, I'm check on that now. Yeah. Well, they're not you, the Philistines. I know that. <laughs> See, now that would be a good way to go. Let's talk. What <laughs> although, although, hold on, the Philistines is Old Testament, so it wouldn't be that either. Yeah, it wouldn't be the Romans. I don't think that, it'd be that, that either. Nobody's the Romans, you know. What have the Romans ever done to us? <laughs> they are the Wildcats. That's a line from. Like, they are the Wildcats, really. And I remembered that because Kentucky is also the Wildcats, and that made that confusing. What's What's the best either high school, college, pro, whatever you think nickname, mascot name of of any that you've come across it? You were most impressed with talking about high school. Yeah, it? it can be anything. I like the, uh, the Cairo syrup maidens. Uh, yeah, that was, oh, the the females were maidens. Yes. Okay. Because they're syrup, syrup makers, makers and, syrup and maidens. maidens. Okay. But I liked the like women. Like it's time to stand up for women's rights. Women can make syrup. 
So like Cairo syrup. Cairo, syrup Georgia and, being the home yes. of this uh, sugar-based, sugar cane type syrup as opposed to maple. That was That's always my answer on that. It's my favorite. Okay. Adam, you got I'm one? still looking up UT Martin mascots. Okay. Prior to not, according to Wikipedia, which we know is ironclad. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah. proof right yeah, there. On uh, before they were the Pacers, they were the UT Martin Volunteers. Ooh. But as a junior college originally, they were they were nicknamed the, the Baby Vols. That'd be that, that's rough. That'd be like West Alabama being like I'm the Crimson Tide. Well, they that, that's <laughs> baby they, vols though. I like that the baby the, vols, which is why they they there was changed a school it to the about an hour from Tuscaloosa, Millport, which ended up getting merged into another school. So we lost this nickname, which was the Junior Tide, and they wore crimson and they won a couple of state championships back in the day. So my my favorite is is a local school here in the Nashville area, Harpeth Hall. I think it's in Franklin, which is is an all female school. Honey Bears. Is that not a great nickname for a for a high school? I love Honey Bears. Oh, what about Web School? Web Feet. Web Feet, I like They're it. They're the feet. No kid. No, yeah. you're just making stuff oh, no. up now. Web Feet. We need to get Tom Krieger, prep editor, on here with Web Feet. I've, I used to take call-ins back in the day, prep call-ins from the feet went again. Yeah. The feet stomped I think so-and-so. Pulling, I think somebody was pulling your leg. Oh, get no. It? They're the feet. And I, I, think there's, I think they're the lady feet. The the girls team. Oh, when we get off here, you're gonna you're gonna Google some some yeah yeah web of defeat. So web, I'm I'm picking school. Mississippi State to beat Abilene Christian with no line straight up. Okay, sure. <laughs> so are you and you? So we move down to the last game on the SEC. This really slate. is the only game or the whole thing that's yeah. actually worth talking about. And we're t- uh, together, and I don't know where Vegas is coming from that because they got Missouri. Which has been god awful lately, but good at home, Andy. good enough at home. Eh, given giving four and a half points to the visiting balls, I would have guessed this would have been Tennessee giving four and a half on the road. Yeah, the, they've been playing well. And the line opened, I think, at like six or something. Yeah, so people started throwing money at UT immediately. Vegas is not like Tennessee all year. I think seen. that people make impressions early, mm-hmm. and betting patterns may reflect that. You know, we're looking at. That's something we're probably watching a little more closely than Joe, average better in Toledo, who's like, man, they lost Georgia State. There's no way they're going to want May have not paid attention the last few weeks. And it's not like Tennessee's been knocking off Alabama and Georgia and LSU. So, Yeah, before I saw this line, I was thinking, well, if UT is a three-point favorite, will I pick them or not? And since they're an underdog, because I, I, I think the Vols are going to win outright. I do, too. I do, too. So we, we, but we're all picking against the spread there, taking the points on the road. Uh, our picks of the week, which is really the only intriguing part of this because we only disagreed on literally one game um, all through this. And we had to pick games with lines. Sorry, Gentry. Um, Adam, why don't you tell us about your pick? I'm actually going with the alma mater, MTSU. Uh, Middle Tennessee State. Uh-huh. I picked them to lose earlier in the year, and I think that I got that one wrong. Uh, I'll go with them to win by quite a bit in this one. They are a 13-point favorite over Old Dominion. I think Middle will win by, by that much and then some. MTSU was terrible against a bad Rice team last week. And became bowl ineligible. That's right. They lost. They play an equally bad Old Dominion team this week. Nobody's worse than Rice, but yes, Old Dominion yeah, actually almost, is. Almost as bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so last week... And they, they were way behind early in that game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, had clawback, still didn't get there. Last week, they underwhelmed in front of a small crowd. This week, they were, will overwhelm, over-deliver against another small crowd. Yeah, and, and with I the think, beer garden. 
Yep, I think they'll 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 make up to some extent for last week, and that they win this one in a runaway. Okay, Gentry. I took a page out of Adams' book here and went with Ohio State, <laughs> but I do think seventeen and a half for a team like Ohio State against a Penn State team that has not played very well the last couple of weeks. I I picked Indiana and took the points against Penn State last week and got that right. And I think uh, Ohio State at home is is good for uh, at least seventeen and a half over Penn State. I think. Yeah, and I think Adam gave gave took gave like fifty thousand points or fifty six points or something like that last week for Ohio State playing Rutgers and Rutgers managed to spoil that by scoring a couple of touchdowns. Yes, and so Ohio State. So that's actually a small man. line for Ohio State. Yeah, well, if not, you get Ohio State at seventeen Rutgers, and a half. Yeah. Um, that like may be the best offense in the country, so I can't argue with that. I like I like a bounce back team here, a team that's going to be a little mad um, on the road against a team that they're just so physically superior to. Minnesota, which has been good all year, is giving thirteen and a half points at Northwestern. I think they're going to going to beat up those bookish Northwestern Wildcats pretty bad. And take well, Northwestern's out. been pretty bad this year. I yeah, they're not that. They're, they've had good years. There's years I would not take this. Those years where Minnesota's not very good. But this year, I think Minnesota's got – And when their coach leaves after the season, they probably won't be that good again. Yeah, I wonder where he's going. I wonder no. Florida State, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of those places that uh, it could be a ripple effect. There'll be some others. USC's going to be looking, probably. Or if they've been announced, I don't know. Mm. So, anyway – It's um, about to get fun there, but not at Vanderbilt. But. Nope. Spoiler, Derek Mason's staying. And that does it for this edition of Breaking Down the Doors. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcast. You can drop us a review and a rating while you're at it, or you can tell how bad our jokes were, how bad our picks are, how little we know about mascots, anything you like. For Adam Sparks and Gentry Estes, I'm Tommy Dees, and we'll be back next week to do it again. 